Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Matthew 5, verse 8. Dear friends, note that word, blessed. And most assuredly, we pray and hope this broadcast will bless you, and we will do our very best today. Allow me to pause and say a thank you to our J-Web and greetings to everyone as we engage in a study of a beatitude to become. Oh, to study those beatitudes, those attitudes to become. With poor in spirit, in Matthew 5, verse 3, we saw a heart broken and bruised, crying out, needing God. And in Matthew 5, and verse 4, with those that mourn, we see the effects of a crying out and broken heart. And there is comfort in forgiveness. God will answer. When we hit rock bottom, remember, we can only be on the rock. That's Christ. In chapter 5 and verse 5 of Matthew, with a meek life, we see the growth and progress of that heart. It's now improving and growing for God. God is lifting him. There's a hunger and thirst for righteousness, Matthew 5 and verse 6. And so we fill our hearts with the right thing, the goodness of God, the bruising, the crying out, the suffering is being filled and replenished in healing. And in Matthew 5 and verse 7, with a merciful life, we extend mercy and grace to others because, well, it was extended to us. So in summary, when we look at the Beatitudes, verses 3 and 4 tells us of the beginning stage of that person who has been beaten up by sin, who thinks there is no hope, but the greatness of God, the grace of God, the blood of Christ, the shedding of His blood, the love of God for this world, lets individuals know you can begin your life all over again. Then there's the progress stage in verses 5 and 6. You're making progress. You're coming further away from the life you lived, and you're going further ahead with the life that is ahead. And one continues in that perfection or that maturing stage, as we see the heart that is once broken with sin is now kept pure from sin through the grace and forgiveness of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have a sweet sister in Christ by the name of Maggie Colley who one time observed that that word pure as far as pure in heart means a freedom from a foreign mixture. I love the way that sounded, and I love the way it sounds now. Freedom from a foreign mixture. Something is mixing in that heart that is foreign. It doesn't need to be there. And we need to have freedom from those things that will come into our hearts. We have to keep the foreign mixtures associated with sin out of one's heart. I mean, think about it, dear friends. The heart of man must be right and acceptable to God, for God knows the heart of man, Acts one twenty four, And it must be touched with the gospel in order to know what one must do to be saved, just like in Acts 2.37 and 38. And we must obey from the heart, Romans 6 and verse 17. To the Christian, how about Simon? You know, he was told when he desired to buy the power of the Holy Spirit, he was told that the very thought of his heart was going to condemn him. 
and the very thoughts of the heart had to be repented in order to be forgiven. Acts 8, verse 22. We learn from Acts 2 and verse 46, as well as Acts 4 and verse 32, that the heart must have focus and unity, and it must have Christ dwelling in it by faith, Ephesians 3:17. So simply put, kind friends, if one is to please God, then the heart must undergo good change, and it can, and it must be kept free from the foreign mixtures that will enter Today, let's think about that beatitude to become, blessed are the pure in heart, and let's consider the phrase, pure in heart. We'll be back in just a quick moment as we will carry on our study of blessed are the pure in heart. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts. Learn more of our history. Download our app. Request our free newsletter and free Bible study. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Let's continue today's study. Kind friend, a pure heart will guide one's life in walk and action. You see, the heart Thinks. That's Matthew 9 and verse 4. Now, don't think of the heart as the blood pump, but the heart, the conscience, the mind. It's able to think, and according to Matthew 12 and verse 35, it can think either evil or good. So, what goes within our hearts? Mark chapter 2 and verse 8 tells us how the heart reasons within itself. You and I reason within ourselves with decisions to be made. We are to discern from good and evil, as we note from passages as Ezekiel 44:23, as well as how the Word of God can help us to discern in our hearts the right decisions, Hebrews 4 and verse 12. In Matthew 13, verse 15, Jesus said that the heart understands. And in turn, in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, the heart will purpose what it needs to do. So now, when you put all this together, it's it's just, it, it's how we're made and how we're created. Our heart thinks on things. We reason with it. We bring ourselves to an understanding, and then we purpose what we are to do with our hearts. Now, I'm sure you and I would agree that if our heart pursues the things that are good, then that is the best way for our heart to go. In Proverbs 4.23, the Bible says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Pretty good stuff. Second, a pure heart desires to learn the will of Christ as a friend of Christ. In John 15, verse 14, Jesus said, You are my friends if you do what I command you. He's speaking there to his apostles, actually only eleven of them as Judas has left him. But you are my friends if you do what I command you. The church at Ephesus continued to learn because their hearts were rightly set. Time does not permit us to look at the text of Ephesians 1, 17-23, but he reminded them of how their hearts were set and how they were to focus on the head of the church, which is Christ, and all that God provides to help us to be the friend of Christ. And our hearts, when they are set with purity and cleanliness, will learn more of the will of Christ. You see, as we noted earlier, 
those on the day of Pentecost had crucified Christ. Their hearts were stricken. They had that guilt and that sin and that weight upon them. But when they repented or changed their hearts, that they would not continue in that direction and allow that sin to reign in their lives, they repented, and then they were baptized for the remission of sins that were washed away. So whenever they would think of their past, they would realize their past is gone, and now they want to learn the will of Christ as a friend of Christ. You see, dear friends, we put sin to death, but we're able to live in Christ. Third, will you consider that a pure heart will cleanse one through obedience to the gospel of Christ. And this we've already alluded to. Psalm 119, verse 9 says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. And as we noted, on the day of Pentecost, in Acts 2 and verse 37, they took heed unto the word of God. When they heard what they needed to do to be saved, the Bible tells us in Acts 2, 38, that they were to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and they would receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. He told them the promise was made unto them, and unto the children, and unto them who are afar off, even as many as the Lord God would call. Verse 40 says that he continued with many other words, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. And verse 41 said that they that gladly received his word were baptized, And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. What did that baptism do? It gave them remission of sins. Go back to Acts 2.38. Based upon their repentant heart, they had changed. They came to Pentecost as Jews, realized they had crucified Christ, and now they are forgiven and they leave as disciples of Christ. You see, dear friends, the heart can be pricked or affected with the gospel message, and it can also be cut I think about Acts 5 and verse 33 of the council, uh, the captain, the council, the high priest, how when they heard the words, the preaching, they were cut to the heart. It hit them to where they needed to change. Some did, some didn't. As the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, where the truth is wielded, it cuts through sin to reach the heart with the gospel message, the power of the word of God. Hey, let's pause here for a moment. We have a special online Bible study of the Word of God. We hope you'll enjoy it. Here is R.J. Webb with the details. We have an exceptional online Bible course we'd like to offer. Like all our offerings, it is absolutely free and available through our friends at World Bible School. All you'll need to do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You'll be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. It's a great opportunity. And again, we offer a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, let's keep pursuing God's Word. Dear friends, we hope you will sign up for that study of the Word of God. We're so thankful to offer so many free things here. Everything we offer here is free. We'll never ask for your money. Let's summarize our study today of Blessed are the Pure in Heart. You know, John 14, verses 6 through 9, Jesus says that a pure heart will assure one he will see God. He can only have a pure heart when he responds to the gospel of Christ. The heart will condemn or approve a person, according to 1 John 3, 20 and 21. So what does your heart say? May we, like the psalmist, make the plea with our lips to create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me, Psalm 51, 10. 
allow that to be when we move upon our faith in Christ as commanded in John 8:24, when we repent of our sins as we note from Acts 2 verse 38 in the command of Jesus in Luke 13:3, when we confess him as the son of God Acts 8:37, and like those on Pentecost to be baptized in the name of Christ for the remission of our sins Acts 2:38, then we will have a pure heart that if we continue faithful we'll see God. Let's continue our studies together. I'm Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.